Hello, everyone. This is Deb McBride, and welcome to my astrology podcast. Today is Sunday, May 12th, 2019, where it is Mother's Day in the United States. And happy Mother's Day to all. And I am broadcasting from beautiful Costa Rica, where it is currently raining. It is now rainy season. We're finally getting rain. So we have an interesting week ahead, and let's get to it. The sun is coming off a very nice trying to Saturn, which is a good thing considering how much stress there's been between Saturn and Pluto. And first we had Mercury, then we had Venus. Now we've had this nice, smooth uh, trine, which is a 120-degree aspect, and it is a supportive aspect. And so the sun is a healing influence. We like the sun because it is indeed a force that actually does the healing. And when we are in need of healing in our lives, we turn to our sun sign in the house and the placement of the sun in our chart because that's where we can go right back to finding ourselves and our purpose and our path. And so here we are with the sun finding Saturn because the sun is in Taurus and Saturn is in Capricorn. And this is a very pleasant, lovely aspect. The sun is supporting Saturn. We're moving forward. And uh, this week, since the sun is trining Saturn, then that means it's going to be trining Pluto, which it does tomorrow night, Eastern time. And it's the sun is going to be trining Pluto. So since they're so close together, the sun's movement doesn't go very far. Within a couple of days, the sun is making the same aspect to Pluto. So today is sort of the in-between day between the sun trining Saturn, the sun trining Pluto, and again, a supportive aspect, supporting our transformation, supporting our plans. You know, I've been talking a lot about empowerment. I've talked a lot about staying focused and not letting Saturn drag you down and not letting it uh, fool you into thinking that you're not going to get things done or accomplished or that it's all or you know, everything's futile. But the sun is here to remind us that it's not. And even though we may need to sit back and make some plans and some strategies and all, which are good things to do during the Saturn-Pluto aspect, the, the good news is that Really, the sun is here to support us and help us along this journey right now. So we have to use that healing energy of the sun and push ourselves forward a little bit and not allow ourselves to slip back into Saturn's uh, mask of disapproval or its structure that is holding us back. So this is very important because we want to remember that you know, we are going forward. Saturn Pluto isn't here to destroy us and destroy our plans. It's here to help us make something concrete in our lives and resolve some old issues in our lives and really not listen to the old story and transform it so that the new story can emerge. And the sun is helping us now, helping us to get that new story to emerge. So sitting down, making plans, thinking about it, creating a strategy, these are things that you need to work on right now and have the sun support and the support of, of transformation right now. In the meantime, there's a few things that are going to shift this week. And one of them is Venus. Venus is shifting out of the place where she's been for a while now, Aries. And she's going into Taurus on Wednesday, which is one of her favorite signs. Now, Aries is not one of Venus's favorite signs. 
And Venus has been in Aries for a little while. Venus has been there since the 21st of April. And while it's not been a full month, it's been like a real whirlwind time for Venus in, in that fire sign. You know, she really belongs in Libra and she belongs in Taurus. So when she's opposite in her place of, you know, opposition to her, to her happy signs, she's in her detriment for the fall and she's not happy there. So this is, this is a place now she's moving out of the detriment, out of the place of, you know, this isn't good for me too. This is a place of much better healing for me. So that's Wednesday, 5.46 a.m. Eastern time, Venus moves into Taurus. So this is good time financially. This is a good time creatively. Venus is going to be there for a little while. We like this because she'll be there until the 9th of June. So we've got, you know, again, another good bunch of weeks for Venus to explore her own sign before she then goes into Gemini. But naturally, when she goes into Taurus, we know what's going on in Taurus. And that would be that the Uranus, the planet Uranus, is in Taurus now. And it's in a very early part of Taurus. And Venus is going to meet with Uranus next Saturday, the 18th. So it's a Venus conjunct Uranus aspect, 12.16 p.m. Eastern Time. And this is a very exciting aspect. It's a very uh, thrilling, it can be a very thrilling aspect. It could be a surprising aspect. It can also be a little bit of a shakeup. It depends on, depends on Venus and the mood she's in. And also it depends on how we are using Venus right now. So it's in Taurus and we have to think about, you know, financial considerations and we have to think about practicality and, and we have to think about Earth because Taurus is the earth. And if we can think about our place on the earth and, and our role on the earth, and, and this is actually a good place for Venus. Venus likes it in Taurus. So no matter what, even if she's coming upon Uranus, this could be something really valuable where we feel like we have a handle on the excitement, the chaos, the brilliance, the genius, the whatever shakeup we might expect. It's really nice to get Venus and a little exciting energy in Taurus, which is a pretty placid sign. But when she meets with Uranus on Saturday, it could be a very pleasant, exciting thing. Now, the thing you want to be careful of is this is Uranus. So it might be a good time to take a risk. It may not be a good time to take a risk. And it depends on where this is falling in your chart. And if it's a, a thing that you, you know, you like taking risks or maybe Taurus usually likes to play it safe. So this might be a place where we have to be forced to take a risk or pushed to take a risk or, you know, shake it out of our complacency to get to something we want. So it's important to really connect with what your goals are, what your dreams are, what, what Venus represents to you right now. And if it's love and you need to, you know, maybe make a phone call and call someone up and take a risk and, and it could turn out really good, great. But what you want to do is you want to be very careful. And again, we have our strategy. You know, we have some nice trines to Saturn and Pluto. So we want to think about our plans and make our plans and then step forward. Because, like I always say, I don't want the outer planets to act for me. I want to use their energy 
We want to use their energy to act and to take initiative ourselves rather than be forced to do something. Taurus is a very stubborn sign. It is a sign that is the most fixed of the four fixed signs. It is the fixed earth sign. And there is no other fixed earth sign. So it is the most unmovable of the signs if it doesn't want to be moved. And sometimes it's going to take a little energy for Venus to, you know, Venus is very relaxed in Taurus. She can go shopping. She can buy beautiful things. She can have a pleasant meal with friends. It's all very lovely. When you get Uranus involved, you know, maybe there's a little electricity involved. Maybe going out to dinner with friends now involves meeting somebody new or it involves a conversation that she didn't expect, something like that. Or it might mean that she gets a bright, brilliant new idea. Remember, this is a creative sign. Taurus is a creative sign. And so we want to think about some creative brilliance in, in this week ahead. Once she steps into Taurus in the wee hours on Wednesday morning, it's, it's all systems go. She's really revving up to touch Uranus. So we're going to have some interesting times with that. And have fun with it. Make sure you have fun with it. So that's part of it. The other thing is that Mars is going to change signs this week. And Mars takes longer to assign. So it's been a little while in Gemini and it's going to go into Cancer on Wednesday. So that means both Venus and Mars are changing signs on Wednesday. Now, this they are going to be in what we call a sextile, which is a very positive flowing aspect. And Venus and Mars are in sextile on Tuesday. So they're really going to be in sextile when they're at the end of the other signs. So Venus will still be in Aries. Mars will still be in Gemini. They're going to make this 60-degree aspect between each other, which is smooth. So this is we've got some smooth aspects this week. Hurrah! Because the last couple of weeks, we haven't had those. And now it's like whatever struggle and stress and strife we might have had or confusion or things that we really want to change or have come to our attention we need to change, we do need to uh, start making some plans and try to get things to run more smoothly in these next weeks. So it's great that Venus and Mars are cooperating because it's the male and the female. It's the yin and the yang. And it's the balance of the active and the passive. And then they'll still really be in sextile, but they'll shift signs together on Wednesday. And so Mars going into Cancer is a different scenario because Mars is an active warrior planet. And going into a water sign, unless it's Scorpio, is not always Mars's favorite thing to do. But it is going into Cancer, which is the sign opposite its exaltation. So this is Mars' sign of fall. Going into Cancer for Mars is not its favorite sign. So we have Venus leaving a sign that's not her favorite sign and going into her favorite sign. And we have Mars coming out of a good sign, relatively good sign for Mars to take action, and going into a sign where it feels less purposeful or less active. But that doesn't mean that it's bad. It doesn't mean that we should not take action. It means that we have to really look at Mars's place in Cancer and see where we can take action in a subtle way that doesn't maybe rock the boat and doesn't scare people off. So we, we really want to work with Mars and Cancer and remember that it's a water sign and Mars is a fiery planet. So we want to sort of embrace this 
and do a little bit of thinking about how we're going to use this Mars energy because it's going to be there a while. It really is going to be there till about July 1st. And so we've got the rest of May and all of June with Mars and Cancer. And then it will go into Leo, which is a lot more active for Mars because it's another fire sign. So Mars is not always, like Mars is, in Capricorn, it's ambitious. It can go conquer the world. It's, it knows structure. It knows how to, uh, you know, go out and be a captain of industry. In Cancer, it's not necessarily like that. It's much more homebound, family-oriented, um, safe, secure, not necessarily a risk-taking kind of Mars, except that Mars in and of itself is a risk-taker. So when Cancer is a cardinal sign, and Mars is a planet of cardinal signs, and it does... It does work there because of the cardinality. It does like take its initiatives and things, um, but it might be in a way that you don't expect. Maybe it's much more subtle. Maybe we need to be much more subtle in, in how we handle it. So we're, we're working with a lot of Taurus energy because the sun is still in Taurus. Venus is in Taurus and Mercury is in Taurus and it's all very grounded, and then Mars is going into Cancer. So that's going to give us some... It all supports each other, actually. Mars would be supportive of Venus and the Sun and Mercury because they're all... They're, they're in... Uh, they're every other sign. So every other sign is supportive to one another. So this is actually kind of smooth. Now, eventually, if Mars is in Cancer, it means it's going to be opposite the planets in Capricorn, which are Saturn and Pluto. And that's not going to be for a while. We have to well into June for that. So let's not even uh, start discussing that, but we'll discuss it next month. But we should be aware that that's where Mars is headed. It's headed to an opposition with Saturn and Pluto. And that is profound. And we will get to that, but not right now, because it's not happening right now. In the meantime, we still have this you know, nice Venus and Taurus. We have nice, you know, Mars breeding it in Cancer. And we have a full blue moon on Saturday the 18th. So it's a full moon at the end of Scorpio, which means the sun is at the end of Taurus. And so it's a very powerful place um, because we have a lot of planets in, in Taurus and then all this other energy in Scorpio on the other side. Scorpio is pretty much alone with the moon right now. So the moon's alone in Scorpio. There's not a whole lot of other things going on there. Um, but that's okay. We have a lot of Taurus energy. So this is going to highlight all that Taurus energy and get us moving. You know, Scorpio doesn't sit back and get complacent. Scorpio is more active and ambitious. And so the moon, the moon doesn't love being in Scorpio, but you know, we, we need to look at that because it highlights some passionate areas. It's the same day as Venus and Uranus getting together. So to me, this is really, this is uh, a very interesting place for the two of them to be. You know, Mar here we are again with Mars and Venus talking to each other sweetly, but Mars's sign of Scorpio and Venus's sign of Taurus are going to be opposed. They're in opposition, but they are going to be highlighted by this full moon. 
So there's a Mars and Venus thing happening this week. So not only are Mars and Venus talking to each other, not only are they both changing signs within hours of each other on the same day, but the full moon is bringing them together as well because it's bringing Venus's and Mars' signs together. So it's a yin-yang kind of week. It's a, it's a time to connect with members of the opposite sex, whether it's in work or, you know, business or however, socially, family, think about it. How is that affecting you? And how are you working with this energy? So it's a full moon. What did you start back on the 4th of May? What happened on the 4th of May? Maybe part two of this, when that was the new moon, part two of this is the full moon next Saturday. Very interesting. Pay attention. Listen. Again, Scorpio moons are known for secrets, family secrets, life secrets, secrets. Scorpio moons can be secretive and they are private and they are a little bit behind the scenes. It could be that you find something out. It could be that you have a secret, maybe you share a secret, or maybe you find a way to bust through a secret. With that being assurance, if it's possible. Um, so that's Saturday is going to be very interesting, and this is an interesting week. It's not the same kind of interesting as we've had, uh, you know, Venus getting stressed out by Saturn, Pluto, and thankfully you know, Jupiter got involved there to help. But and it's not Mercury doing that either. So this is now a different place. Um, we're we're looking at more smoother aspects, but we're also looking at things being a little friendlier. And Saturn and Pluto are separating. They are not so close together. They're both retrograde. Saturn does move faster than Pluto. Um, Saturn, you know, the, it, well, it's three degrees away from Pluto, and it's they're going to continue to separate uh, for a while. They're going to definitely be very separate by the end of June, and, you know, they won't come close again until the end of the year into, into January when they are going to actually conjunct but in the meantime so we're going to feel things lighten up a little bit and you'll recall that mercury went to taurus last week so mercury is now mercury's flying through taurus flying through taurus because it, this is amazing this month of may mercury will be in three different signs so remember it was retrograde for a while it was in pisces forever and then it went to Aries and Zoom. It spent the first week of this month in Aries. It went into Taurus on the 6th, which was, you know, six days ago. Today's the 12th. Went to Taurus on the 6th, and it's Zooming through Taurus, and it's going to be in Gemini by the 21st, which is next Tuesday. So it's really only spending two weeks in the sign of Taurus, which means, yeah, remember that last week of Aries, which was the first week of May, we had those sparks flying with Mercury squaring Saturn and Mercury squaring Pluto. Well, it's already moved past all that, over it done, and now it's coming into trine Saturn on Thursday and trine Pluto on Saturday. And so we have a lot of trines Saturn and Pluto. This means we're getting help with the issue, the Saturn-Pluto issue. First we're having the sun, then we're having Mercury. And they are helping us push through this. So don't wallow in last week's Venus aspects. 
be embracing of what's in front of us now, which is really more about, you know, trying to make this work and trying to see what we have to do and get this to happen and moving the energy. It should be a lot easier this week. Um, so don't fret, move energy, work with, work with Mercury. Mercury's in Taurus is fine. It's not unhappy there at all. It's maybe, I was going to say slow because it's a, sort of a slow moving sign, but really it's just going to whiz through there. And barely spend two weeks here. So it's, you know, one minute it's just entering the sign, the next minute it's already in the 20s of that sign working with Saturn and Pluto. So we want to keep an eye on that because maybe there are some things that we need to uh, address that are going to help us move this Saturn-Pluto along. Some interesting information may come forward that may enlighten us. So this is... Good news. We like this. I think we have a relatively sane week ahead. <laughs> um, there's a lot of Earth energy right now. The moon is in Virgo, and it's going to be in Virgo until Tuesday um, when it moves into Libra in the afternoon. And when it moves into Libra, it's 2.51 p.m. Uh, Eastern time, and it's only going to be void for an hour and a half before that. The longest void is Thursday, which is the 16th, when it's leaving Libra and it's going into Scorpio. It's going to be void for about 12 hours, from 5.30 in the morning to about 5.30 at night in 5.30 afternoon in uh, Eastern time zone. So that's Thursday. So, you know, do your tasks, do your regular chores, get your regular work done. It's going to be in Libra, so it's going to be pleasant. Write your thank you cards. <laughs> Have lunch with someone familiar. Um, do something Libra and clean your house. Get your, get your, you know, get a facial. Do something like that. Um, and really, then after that's in Scorpio, and we know there's a full moon. Once it goes into Sag on Saturday evening, it's going to be in Sag for a few days, and it's going to be, it's going to be fine. But really, the longest void is Thursday, so we don't have much void this week. There's like an hour here, an hour there. And so I wouldn't, uh, I would use this week to get ahead. This is the week to get ahead. So we have trines. We have the sun trining Saturn. That's like moving from Saturn to Pluto now, trining Pluto. We have Venus being happily in its own sign as of Wednesday. We have it moving along to go to Uranus. We have Mercury trining Saturn, Mercury trining Pluto, and Mars going into Cancer and sort of being in a smooth relationship with all these Taurus planets we have. So this is good. We This is the week to sort of step forward without obstacles because when there are squares, there are obstacles. When there are oppositions, there are obstacles. And this week, we're getting some supportive energy to help us move through the obstacles, to recognize the obstacles, because we probably did that last week with Venus, and to connect with the solution, not focus on the problems, the solution to the obstacles, what the obstacles could potentially, how we turn them into uh, life-enlightening, forward-moving actions. So I like that. I think we have a relatively good week ahead of us. And yes, there's a few things here and there. The moon is going to square Saturn, um, Pluto on um, this week a little bit because it will be in Libra. So it's going to get involved with, you know, the cardinal thing. 
again. And remember what I said a few weeks ago. Every week, the moon is going to go into a cardinal sign, which means it's going to eventually reach the Saturn Pluto at some point. And it's going to do that mostly on Thursday, you know, before it goes void. So fortunately, that will be happening if you're on the Eastern time zone. It'll be in the middle of the night. But, you know, it might be hanging over a little bit during the, during the day because it's going to really make that aspect to Pluto, that square to Pluto, and then go void on Thursday. So we always look at the sign and the placement and where it's going void and what aspect it makes right before it goes void. So it is going to have the Saturn, it is going to have Pluto, but that, that Thursday is just void. It's just like, okay, I'm not going to worry about this too much. Remember, we have, still had Mercury is talking sweetly to Saturn. This is good. Mercury's going to get us to talk. Mercury's going to get us to talk out the issues. Mercury's going to get us to communicate and work through things. So, very good. Use this energy wisely. It's a gift. Remember that. This week, there's lots of trines. They're gifts. Trines have another side to them. It's laziness. It's, well, I'm going to be complacent and not do anything. Don't do that. Take some action where you can. Maybe you find you can't take some action. Maybe the roads are need some figuring out before you take the action. But like I said, this is a good week to try to figure out your strategy. This is a good week to embrace the Saturn Pluto, know where you're going and know that you can make things change things and use it for the agent for change. Do not get complacent this week. Do not think you don't have to do anything on the contrary. This is smooth energy. That's helping us. Don't, just relax and roll over and say, well, last week was tough. Now I'm getting a break. Um, you guys stay on your toes. It's Saturn Pluto. I don't care even if they're separated. It's still Saturn Pluto. We still have to stay on our toes. In the background, there's still something going on that we need to resolve. And so use this energy wisely this week and you shall succeed. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Deb McBride. I am an astrologer. My website is debmcbride.com. And... I am available for astrological consultations and I'm on Twitter at Dev Astrology and on Instagram at Dev Astrology and uh, my podcast is weekly. I thank you for listening. Have a good week. If you're a mother, have a great Mother's Day. Take care. Bye-bye.